Rolling three, two, one. Welcome, 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 welcome. Come on in, son. Come on in. How's everybody doing? Welcome to the Boogie Nights house. I'm your host, Dirk Diggler, and this is my uh, co-host for today. Uh, soaking wet John Stamos. Soaking, soaking wet John Stamos. That dove into a uh, acid bath because my hair is even more bleached than ever. Since the last time I was on the podcast. Yeah, welcome welcome back, AJ Wisniewski. I'm going to take a quick video so I can show everybody where the fuck we are right now. I'm pretty sure this is... I've seen this porn uh, shot in this house. Uh, really? This is... Got, got to be honest. This is one of the most LA things I feel like I've ever done. Doing a podcast by a pool in a fucking beautiful valley home. It's pretty fucking sick. On the, be fourth, honest. on the 4th of July. On the four, Hey, happy 4th, everybody. Happy, That's pretty uh, crazy. 4th. Make sure you eat some hot dogs. Make sure you uh, drink lots of beer uh, and no water. What are you What are you gonna drink today, David? I don't know. What's uh, What's in the kegs? We what's got that? We got uh, motion sickness. Motion sickness from shout out McLeod Ale Brewery. Shout out McLeod. San Fernando Valley's finest brewery. Fuck yeah, I love it there. The second largest brewery, by the way, too. Is it actually? Guess what's number one? Which one? Fucking Budweiser. Oh yeah, literally. <laughs> Wait, McLeod's is the second. It's the second largest brewery. Second to Budweiser. You guys in, are right up there in the valley, right? Yeah. I don't fucking know. Yeah. Well, well, yeah. Welcome to San Fernando. Yeah. Carl's not here, obviously. Uh, he's Carl. Back I do apologize. I was supposed to be with Carl today. You're supposed to be with Carl. Yeah. He's back in. He's back in. Uh, he's back in Philadelphia. I know. I was supposed to see him. Oh, I was, supposed to, I was supposed to be there too. Oh, you just yeah. You just got back, right? Yeah. Okay, but I'm here. What'd you do? What'd you do back home? Anything fun? Uh, I was doing. I was doing a wedding. A wedding? It's wedding season. Hell yeah, it's wedding. But, season. but not on the not on the East Coast. Too humid there. Yeah. Way too humid there. Is this the most LA thing you've ever done? No, the most LA thing I've ever done was rent a car, a BMW specifically, <laughs> and I drove through Laurel Canyon, and I went to like Leonardo DiCaprio's house. Yeah. And now that I live here, it's like, he's my neighbor, kind of. And it's like, you know, you get it's not that big of a deal anymore. Yeah. It's kind of like, I don't know. I feel like when you first get here, like, oh, shit. Like, yeah, if this person lives here or whatever. And then it's just it just becomes like background noise. But I feel like whenever you and I hang out, you're always like, you know, all these little like L.A. facts. You're always like, yeah, Dave Grohl like took a shit in that porta potty like six years ago. Well, because it's interesting to know those kind of things. Yeah. And that's, that's like, my favorite part, especially the valley, is, yeah. like, all the locations, you know, all these little artifacts of, like, L.A. history in film, music, yeah. whatever it may be. I'm listening. And that's the coolest thing to me. And the fact that, you know, you can get tacos anywhere at any time. Yeah, we're going to do the most American thing on 4th of July is eat tacos on, a, on the hood of our car. You know, a, a liquor store at every corner. Cool liquor stores, not just like 7-Eleven. Where do you even though there are? Where do you find all your like little LA facts? Like you could just Google it. Yeah, but like, how do you know what to Google? Like, where does? What do you want to see? Uh, I want to see. I want to see where Lady Gaga wrote paparazzi. Google where <laughs> that recording was taking place. And then go to the studio. Where was that studio um, 
that Nirvana recorded at. Ooh. It's like right up in Van Nuys. Sound City. Sound City. Legend, legendary studio. Yeah, it's crazy. It's in like not where you would expect it to be, though. Yeah, it's right by the airport. Yeah. Total like industrial little neighborhood. And it just so happens to be one of the most legendary recording studios in the world. And it's like a shithole. Like, you walk into the studio, you're like, what is this place? Like, it, it's shitty. Yeah. But it's just like, you know, it has like the best drum room in the world. I feel like a lot of L.A., <laughs> whenever I'm driving around, it seems like a lot of it looks like just a fucking industrial park, to be honest. The Valley does. Yeah. And also, dude, like downtown, it's like all fucking warehouses. Ooh. Yeah, I think that chair's a rocking chair. I got to sit up. <sighs> I got to sit up. I got to do push-ups. You got to do some of the... You yeah. spent a lot of time downtown? The last time I was in downtown, I was going to look at some furniture with this, like, loony bin dude friend who, uh, I'm going to just give a fake name because I don't want people to know him, but he, like, took me to this, like, furniture fair mm-hmm. and, like, it was, like, $20,000 tables. He's like, eh, it looks pretty good. Maybe, maybe I could... Maybe I could take that home. You know, that'd be that'd be nice. Um, but yeah, and then uh, fuck downtown. I mean, I always consider like whenever I'm like out of Hollywood, yeah, heading towards like I guess like Silver Lake, mm-hmm. Echo Park. Even that is like almost there. Yeah. Not necessarily, but almost there. Like I I go to uh, that um like Chinatown area a lot. Mm-hmm. That's almost there. Yeah, that's almost there. What uh, one of the things that since I've like moved here and like kind of spent spent some time just like in Los Angeles or whatever, everyone's kind of got their idea of what like living in LA is or whatever. But I feel like everybody's uh experience of it is totally fucking different. Every single person's experience is so different. A lot of times, like when I was first moving, people were like, yeah, like, yeah, be careful. Like, don't get, like, sucked into the club scene. Like, people, like, really, like, spend all their time, money, and effort just, like, going out and clubbing or whatever. I haven't been to a single fucking club since. You want to go? Nah, I fucking hate clubs. (laughs) I fucking hate them. Yeah, that's not really your vibe. No, I'm more of a McLeod's kind of sit back and sip a beer for, like, 45 minutes and then just, like, kind of chill. I feel you. I feel like it's nice to, like, if you're if you're about it, you know, it's nice to get that little dynamic of, let's go do something crazy, let's go to a club, like, L.A. experience, and then it's also nice to be like, yeah, let's go to a chill brewery in the valley, or let's go to someone's pool and just hang out. I think it's nice to be, like, open, at least, to be like, what's this scene like? What's this nightlife scene like? Yeah. Like, you know... There's some wild shit. You ever been to any of the house shows but over here? Up in the valley? In the valley? Uh, a couple. Yeah? Yeah. How like you like Places them? like this with bands? Yeah. Like just backyards? Yeah, yeah. That's sure. the cool thing about like the LA music scene is there's a, there is a uh, like an underground scene and a house show scene. But as opposed to like in Philly where house shows happen like, you know, year round and it's usually with the college like schedule, right? right. So it's happening in the winter or whatever. Here... Summertime is like house show season because no one has a basement here because I think earthquakes. Not really entirely sure yeah. why no one has a basement. So everyone just has their fucking house shows in their backyards, which is a total fucking vibe. And I love it. I think it's actually really, really sick. Well, that one, the one where we went to with, with Kean's band is like, that was Glendale, but 
same kind of situation. Like that was so cool. Which one like, was that? The one um, when uh, his friend Chloe jumped off the roof. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah that yeah, was yeah. a really that was really cool. Yeah. Like, I wish I could go to shows like that all the time. Yeah. Like I wish too. I could see the biggest band in the world just in someone's backyard, but obviously not. But who's the biggest band you've seen in a small venue? Mm. Uh, tick tock, tick tock, tick. I'll tell you one more. You think? Yeah, you, I'll you tell should. You, you should tell me. I'm this actually, you took me to this show. What? You took me to my first like, not like first show that wasn't like you know with my fucking dad, and we would go to like the Electric Factory or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah. You took me to see Balance and Composure, Super Heaven, and I think Pedal was the band, other band, and it was at. A, uh, was that the Senior Citizen Center? Is that the fucking Senior Center? On Christmas, yeah. Yeah, that was, that was cool. The I, that was like my opening to like shows that weren't like big productions. I was the first time I ever crowd surfed, and you you brought me that, and I remember right. telling you I was like seeing people crowd surf, and you turned me like, yeah, you want to do it, and I was like, I fucking guess. Oh my god. And there's God. some like I think they like, posted it on their Instagram. And you just see 16 year old me like crowd surfing on top of everybody. I fucking Whoa. loved it. It was great. Holy shit. Yeah, I still can't think of a big band that I, I saw. I got another. Well. I got one more. I saw Jid. You know Jid, right? Yes, of course. Jid and Earth Gang both performed at this place called Middle East, I think, okay. in Boston. This tiny fucking room. And I barely knew who Jid was um, or Earth Gang. And tickets were, like, super, super cheap, like 15, 20 bucks. And me and my friends just went on a whim. Hmm. And uh, then, like, two years later... Jid's like the fucking biggest rapper. Right. Ever. Right. Yeah. Mm, you know. Wild, so. man. Yeah. It's fucking dope. I love seeing little bands before yeah. they pop off. It makes me sound like a hipster, but I love it. But also, seeing a huge band in an intimate setting is beyond the coolest thing in the world. Okay. I thought of it. So, um, must have been 2017. Like November sometime, and uh, I was here, and uh, band Silver Sun Pickups was on tour. Hmm. Do you know Silver Sun Pickups? Nope. But you could tell me about them. Whoa. So they're an LA band, based LA band. Um, pretty big, really big. They had the song Lazy Eye. You know Lazy Eye. Sing it for me. Oh, oh. Wait, that's not even. I don't even. Okay. I'll Whatever. Think, I'll think of it later. Whatever. But so they're a big band. And I saw them in at the at the the lodge room. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. In Highland Park. Mm-hmm. And for that kind of band, that was like the coolest setting. Yeah. Cause, you know, they're used to like. They could play the forum, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Like they're they're huge. Mm. But but that was just like intimate enough where I was like, holy shit, you know. There's been there's been many times where I've missed. Foo Fighters doing that? Because they do like uh, random little like pop-ups. God, they used to love doing that in the Valley. Yeah. Like from like 2011 to like 18, I think they were always doing some kind of like small Valley Hmm. bar gig show. Hell yeah! Like you know that place Maui Sugar Mill Saloon that I was telling you about out in the desert? No, it's 
No, that's um, Pappy and Harriet's. Oh, yeah. that's that's a fucking great example. Yeah. Pappy and Harriet's is so sick. You can see the biggest act in Coachella, one of the biggest acts in Coachella, not Frank Ocean because he does he's not going to fucking come anyway. <laughs> but one of the biggest acts of Coachella and they'll just play Pappy and Harriet's, which is this super cool desert saloon bar with a stage. And you'll see some of the craziest acts just pick up. Do you say the right Stones there. play there or some shit? Who did you say? Was black, it? I saw the Black Lips. They're 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 relevant. Yeah. But um, I saw built to built to spill. Oh fuck. That's um, cool. Yeah, like Queens of the Stone Age will do something there. Well, they obviously have before. Yeah. I'm not sure about it anymore. Um. Yeah. What's your thought on like, stadium shows? Have you ever been to one? I've never been to a stadium show. What do you classify as, like, a, like, a, like, oh, I'm going to see so and so at the hockey arena, yeah, like any like Staples Center, where, where you they like some most of the time it's sports, but they change it into a fucking concert yeah. venue. Oh yeah, all the time. All the you time. like them? Grew up going to big Foo Fighters shows there. Really? You know, any big band. But I feel like it, you lose something when you play. You certainly do. Like a room. If you can snag those GA tickets, it's pretty insane. Yeah. Because you'll just like turn around and you're like, holy shit! Like, to go back to my to the last podcast, I saw Deftones at the San Antonio Spurs Stadium last year. Oh shit! How was that? And, and it was sold out, and it was insane. Because that was like a stadium show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was insane. Because it, it's so cool to see that. Yeah. Like I think it's really cool. I think I give it to bands. I give it to artists, like especially up and coming ones, where it's like, yeah, dude, we're gonna play the Forum, or yeah, we're gonna play, you know, whatever hockey yeah. arena. And it's like, that is cool, and especially as a viewer, because like you just like, are like what is asking in this? What's the biggest crowd massive? you've played to? I don't know. Like, I have no idea. How many people? Maybe oh. a thousand. A thousand? Yeah. Yeah. Who was that with? I don't know who that was with. I think the most I've played to is probably like I don't know who that was with. A hundred people, maybe. I remember the first people? time when we played you remember when we played the Trocadero? Oh yeah. Yeah. We sold like ninety five tickets to that. And I remember thinking like this is like the these are the this is the most tickets fucking ever. Like it just feels like so much, and then it's so different compared to like when you're selling it. Like how many people can go in a fucking stadium? Twenty thousand. Depends on the stadium. Yeah, usually like four, like forty is like most. What's Wembley? That Wembley is one. insane. That's like a hundred something thousand. That's a that's a city. That's a it's, fucking city. No, Wembley is insane. That I, um, where is it? <laughs> uh, London. Are you gonna Are you gonna go? Are you because you're going to Europe soon? Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I mean, I I don't know if there's a show going on or anything over there. Are you going to London though? We're going to London. Yeah, yeah. we'll be in London for four days. That'll be fucking. But like, sick. yeah, man, like, like some of the legendary ones, like the Forum, in here, and Madison Square Garden. Yeah, I've never been to Madison Square like, Garden. Like, if someone was to come up to me and be like, "Yo, uh, Sun Grove is." Playing Madison Square Garden for Tame Impala or mm -hmm. whatever, you know, it's mm -hmm. like that's cool. Yeah, I also think establish that, that and then be like, 
all right, I'm going to go play my backyard. Come. Yeah. And then that's cool too. Yeah. I also think when you when bands get really really big like that, yeah. Although something is lost because you're not in an intimate setting, you then make up for it in other things that you couldn't do in a backyard setting. Like sure. you can't have pyrotechnics here. I mean, you could, you could. but it's just going to be like we're gonna. It's just going to be it. me throwing M80s into the pool. You yeah. know, like so you have to make up for it. and like the giant like the visual aspect and shit like that. Right. Which is why like EDM shows. You know, like an old geezer might say, like, oh, you just fucking put, hit and play on it, whatever. Um, but, like, there's a whole other aspect to it, like the visuals and the lasers and the fucking, just like the general vibe of, like, sure. It's more of like a party and like a spectacle yeah. than, a, uh, than a show. I just right. Think it's, it's, it's cool. It's yeah. Old. I mean, dude, just the dynamic is great. I'd, I would love to sit, like, right there and watch whoever. Or, you know, I have a really big appreciation for, like, a crazy production. Yeah. Like, um, like whenever I see Tyler, the creator, his production level just goes off the fucking wall every year I see him. Hmm. Every year it's just, like, insane, insane, insane. And it's like, that's awesome. And then me and you can go to, you know, whoever's show with 40 people, and it could still be awesome. But, you know, obviously the production level's not there, but it's just like, it's just a difference. So every once in a while, I love appreciating explosions and light, crazy lighting and, you know, it's cool. What's your initial reaction when you walk into a bar and you're not, you're not expecting to watch a band and there's just like a live band playing, like that's their... That, that's that, the Maui Sugar Mill Saloon. Yeah. Shout out my favorite bar in the valley in uh, Tarzana. Mm. You walk in and all of a sudden like... Straight up, Dave Grohl could be playing. Fuck yeah. You know, it's just like that random of we like... We should go there. I haven't been and there same yet. thing with... Uh, I'm just going to name drop some places for you. Yeah, I'm ready. We should go. Baked Potato in Studio City. Uh, isn't that the... Uh, the Jazz it's Club. Jazz Club. Yeah, mm -hmm. someone else was telling me about Stuart that. Stuart Copeland's there like all the time. Oh shit. Oh um, shit. We were supposed to see... Me and a buddy of mine were supposed to see Danny Carey from Tool, the drummer of Tool. He was going to be doing... He plays jazz? Something. Well, he's one of the most... Technically insane drummers. Yeah, I think of all time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a cool topic, because David's a drummer. Sometimes. I'm a drummer too, but nobody knows that. But David's a drummer. Who's your favorite drummer? Let's talk drums. Oh shit! My let's favorite. Bang, let's bang the fucking drum. My favorite drummer. I mean, honestly, Dave Grohl is one of my like favorites, just because Disco. he's just he's like yeah he's fucking iconic. Disco. Um, Ronald Bruner Jr. Oh, yeah. You know Ronald Bruner Jr.? That's Thundercat's brother, I believe. Uh, fucking insane drummer. And Larnell Lewis of Snarky Puppy. Boom. Fucking crazy. And let me think, let me think, let me think. I'm trying to just think of bands that I... Hmm. Well, drums is such a brilliant instrument that it's like th I think that's the most genre breaking instrument that you can have a topic of discussion about what do you mean genre breaking that's like, like oh who's your favorite who's your favorite well, it's like there's John Bonham yeah who by default I think is the best drummer ever yeah because of feel mm -hmm. you know it was the feel thing where it was like you hear an isolated Zeppelin drum track, and it's like, 
from the second, from like the little like squeak of like the kick pedal or the snare drum, you hear John Bonham. Yeah. And then you get somebody like Neil Neil Peart. Neil Peart. That's his actual <laughs> last name. That's the pronunciation. Peart. Everybody says uh, Pert, but it's Peart. Neil Peart. Technically, one of the best drummers of all time as well. Mm -hmm. But and then you're like, you're naming your guys, and it's like, those guys are like, you can't, you can't just leave out jazz, yeah, and disco, mm -hmm. and just like, it's, it's just, it's, it's all, just like it's so for me good with like, all over the place with like drums. A lot of the times, you know, if you see a drummer and they're like going crazy and they're like playing like really technical stuff or whatever, that's sick. Don't get me wrong, that is fucking awesome. Like similar to bass too, like the best bass players and some of the best drummers are the best at playing the fucking least. They just what, but like the small things that they do choose to play are so tasteful. I think that's the sign of like a really seasoned drummer or bass player. Right. And honestly, guitar player and musician. Period. I think when you can master the less is more thing, that's when you're fucking simplicity at its finest. But add your own feel. Add exactly. your own groove. Exactly. Make, make sure that like that just feel is in there. Fuck you know, yeah. like I, I feel the same way about who's that other guy? Stuart Copeland. Yeah. Speaking of the devil. Yeah. I mean, he's just so you know Roxanne like the back of your hand mm -hmm. when it's on. It's like would not be the same without. And it's like it's no done. Shout out Noah, we love you, man. Yeah, he does. Shout out, shout out Noah, we love you. Shout out Noah. Hey, we gotta finish up, or our camera's gonna run out, and I no, want to jump not, in no, the pool. No, it's not. No, it's not. I want to jump in the pool because I'm hot. Okay, AJ. Colin, flip the camera so that David could jump in the pool. Oh, I'm not jumping. I actually have a tattoo. I'm not supposed to go swimming. Oh, uh, okay. I got a new one. Okay, you could flip the camera on me, and I'll jump in the pool. All right, yeah, Is that okay? Yeah, yeah. AJ's can gonna jump this? in the pool. Okay. Three. Three, two. Bye, everybody.